Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Fan Twitter brought to you by South Hills Kia and Peters Township. Visit them at southhillskia.net. Fan Hotline presented by Sullivan Super Service, providing trusted plumbing and HVAC service for over 50 years. And the text line, which is very important today because our new segment is text in the city later on in the show. So our friend uh, City Limits here will be monitoring the text as we go along. That's brought to you by... Edgar Snyder and Associates Personal Injury Law Firm, where they always say there's never a fee unless we get money for you. Yarmir Yager. Wow. He had a profound impact on me, and I think I had an impact on him. It was a very interesting relationship, sometimes a non-existent relationship. And I wrote all about it for the Post-Gazette today. You can check that. Uh, piece out at postgazette.com. Let me set the scene. I was a first-time beat writer in 1997, so the 97-98 season, first season without Mario. He was already then pretty much the best player in the world. And things started off great. I mean, I was nervous. Here I am. I've got a, a professional sports beat. I'd been covering, you know, Freeport football months before that and things like that. High school sports, some college sports, West Virginia. I was a football beat writer. Suddenly, here I am, and it's the Penguins of all teams with the best player in the world. And it started off great. I did a piece in training camp in September. I was going back and looking at all this over the course of the week. And sat down with Yager, and he opened up in a way that I'm not sure he's opened up like since then or before then. I mean, I was asking him stuff like, you know, how hard is it to, to trust people? He said, I don't trust anybody. I was born with that. Very tough in this world to find somebody you can trust. I test them more than once. Asked about his persona, which I had been following, even though I wasn't covering the team and knew about. And I'd heard that his parents were very strong people. And I asked him, do you consider yourself to be a strong person? He says, I try to be. I'm not. I just act that way. I've got too much feeling to be a tough person, Yager said. I got to act like I do because a lot of people will take advantage of me and hurt me. Sometimes you got to be mean. I know it's not me, but it has to be that way. I just have to act tough, be cocky. 
I thought that's that's like pretty revealing stuff. And whatever you want to say about Yags, good and bad, he was really, really smart. Really smart. Street smart, wise beyond his years, philosopher smart, hockey smart. All of that. I remember Kevin Constantine telling me that Yager would be, you know, falling asleep practically in meetings, didn't look like he was paying attention. And then at the end of the meeting, if you asked him to go up and draw it on the board, he would do it. It reminds me of what Bill Belichick would say about Lawrence Taylor, who would literally fall asleep during a meeting. But at the end of the meeting, Belichick would test to see who knew best what he was talking about, and it was LT. And it was Yager. Like, you know, even in his sleep, the information was seeping in. But then a very interesting thing happened and not a good thing for me. That story came out. I was writing for the Trib back then. And it was a really, really, you know, complimentary and good story. And then without warning, one day not long after that, Yager completely cut me off. Seemed to be angered by something. Now, I've always thought it was one of my competitors who poisoned the well by telling him something. But I don't know. Yager would never say, could never get a, a, a reason why. But it was ridiculous. It got to the point. I mean, it would just get worse and worse. We would have scrums around his locker, and he would not talk unless I left the scrum. Imagine that, little Mr. P. Imagine if someone gave you tomorrow the job of covering the Steelers every day, and they still had Ben... And Ben wouldn't talk to you, but more than that, he would make a, you know, make a big deal of not talking to you. Wouldn't talk to anybody else if you were involved in the scrum. It'd be a conceded point of emphasis to not, especially to not to say anything of note whatsoever. If there was going to be anything said, I mean, it was because of you, it was crazy. And it was like, how am I going to survive here? I'm trying to cover the best player in the world. And he, for whatever reason, suddenly without warning, he ain't talking. I would have, I remember Dale Gurdnick and other people who were in the scrum with Yager feed me the quotes afterward. I would sit down and listen to their tape. I mean, it was ludicrous, but I managed to survive. And then I covered him from that year, 97, 98, to the end of his career here, whenever that was, a one oh two, right in there. And man, at times, at times he would warm up at times, it would be downright hostile. Hostile. I don't know how to say that word after all these years. At other times, it would just be uh, frosty. And then, you know, sometimes it would be funny. It was just, it was quite a show. And the show on the ice, as I wrote today, I, you know, you feel like for those of us, all of you out there who witnessed it, it's like people who got to see the Beatles in concert, you know? How lucky were we to see a superstar? I was talking to Steige uh, yesterday as well. That word gets thrown around way, way, way too much. Superstar. There's stars in the league, you know? But superstar, there's been, you know, 10 or less in NHL history, I think. Superstars. Well, hockey, less so than a lot of other sports. There's just not as many notable figures that, I mean, I'm sure Yager, 
is the type of guy that you go around anywhere in Pittsburgh, they know about him, even if he's, they're not hockey fans. Exactly. He is a superstar. He was a prodigy. He was a, he was a legend. I remember one time at South Point, a couple of years after everything broke off, he was sitting at his locker. I've told this story many times. People had cleared out after practice. I think it was just me and him. Maybe one of the other Czech guys rolling in and out. Stra- there, were, there were enough of them, believe me. Straka, Lang, Slager, Baranek, somebody like that. And Yager went back into the back and came back into the locker room with a giant framed photo of himself and said, you need to take this home and pray to it. Which was a great line. And I said, I don't think I will, but thank you. I remember another day, I used to play basketball after practice at South Point. We'd go over to like the soccer field, but it was really thin turf in there, whatever it was, lacrosse, soccer, something. So you could bounce a basketball on it. We'd set up the little makeshift hoop there, and I would play games with Constantine, the coach, and his assistants, Troy Ward, Donnie Jackson. Remember him? The big, huge assistant coach. He was like chief from one floor over the cuckoo's nest in those games. He would just walk around in these two-on-two basketball games, but he would block shots, make layups, get rebounds. It's incredible. Don Jackson. And if I recall, it was me and him against Constantine, who was an absolute pit bull, and Troy Ward. And then Yager loved basketball. We'd go on the road to these arenas, you know, basketball, hockey arenas, and if they still had the basketball stuff up somewhere, uh, you would often see him just taking shots. So one day he came in and wanted to play, and he had big boots on, like cowboy boot things. And he wanted to play in them, so we just had a shooting contest with him. That stands out in my mind of him leaving the arena, but he stopped for a little shooting contest. I remember another time. um, I was the only reporter on the road in Boston one day. Like some days, and the other beat writers know, you just hit a day where other people are traveling or, you know, the Penguins change a time or something, and you happen to be the only person there, right? So I'm in Boston, and they're practicing that day. It's an off-day practice for the Penguins. I'm the only media guy there, but I'm clear everybody sees I'm there. I'm sitting in the stands watching practice, and Yager just lights in to Jan Herdina, just lights into him, just berating him. So I wrote a story about it. And then a few weeks later, Yager confronted me in Toronto, which was a great place to go, by the way, city limits. Toronto. Oh, they on the road in the NHL was just phenomenal. Well, they had the All-Star game this year. I'd never been west of the, you know, the Mississippi in my life, other than I went to Europe. I don't know. Do you fly over the Mississippi to go to Europe? I don't know. I'd been to Europe, but I'd never been in this country west of the Mississippi. Yeah, I don't. I don't think you do. And then suddenly, you know, I'm at, not that Toronto's west of the Mississippi. Suddenly, I'm going to places like San Jose, L.A., um, way out to Vancouver, which was an amazing city. I'm in Toronto. I'm in Chicago. I'm in Manhattan. They stay at great hotels. I used to fly on the team plane, for God's sakes. You pull your car up to the team plane, 
Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Listen to every MLB game live. The deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is kind. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Out at the, you know, the auxiliary airport out there, you pull your car right up, you get on the plane. And then, at, you know, if you're going to, to play a game in Jersey or something the next night, well, you play the game and then you're back home and you're in bed by 1 a.m. It was an amazing life, although it was made problematic when the best player in the world didn't want to be around me or even talk to me. It was unbelievable. But anyway... He lights into Herdina this day in Boston. And then <clears throat> in Toronto, Yager confronts me in a hallway. I think I was just walking out to get a cup of coffee. I don't know where he was going. It wasn't even on the way to a skate. It was just like we saw each other. He says, did you write what happened with Yanni? I say, yes. He said, why did you do that? I said, because I saw it. He said, do you know what they're doing to me back there in the Czech Republic? They're crucifying me. They say I yell at the players, that I hit the players. He didn't hit Herdina, by the way. I didn't read it, but they're telling me it's you. I say I can't control what they do with it. You know, I just, I wrote it. And he said, you don't understand. I wish you could stand in my shoes once and know what it's like. You don't understand. And and he was right. And years later when he came back, uh, he still doesn't. The, the, the times I saw him, for the most part, especially in front of other people, he didn't want to talk to me. <clears throat> I think he still has me blocked on social media. I don't know. But this one time that he came back in a flyer uniform, we spoke, and I said, you were right. You know, uh, I didn't understand what it was like, and it couldn't have been easy. And he seemed to appreciate that. Um, but, man, it's just it's so many snapshots. And then the crazy thing was, when he got traded here to D.C., the Penguins hooked me up in Czech, in, in the Czech Republic, with Yager. And we had a great interview. He was riding on an exercise bike. I'll never forget that one either. And opened up to me again. Like, like our, our, our professional relationship began with an incredible interview and ended with an incredible interview and was pure hell in between for the most part. And I also went to Washington 
and did a piece on him early in his tenure there, and he was very gracious there, and he was in the middle of doing a bunch of charity work, which he always did. One thing I never, ever doubted about Yager was that he had a giant heart, because he did. But he was extremely complex, complicated guy. And I've never, ever in 30, 35 years in this business covered somebody who who was on more of an emotional roller coaster day to day than him. He would be giddy one day, just almost like on a high, laughing, joking, you know. And then the next would be as low as could be, just morose and, and completely unapproachable, as I wrote today. And I don't know that that roller coaster temperament served his, him well as a captain. I don't think he wanted to be a captain. Sometimes I wonder if he would have stayed here his whole career if Mario hadn't retired the first time or if Ronnie Francis had stayed in Pittsburgh instead of going to Carolina in his later years. I don't know. Just a really, really interesting, complicated dude. And it was, it was, you know, he had this childlike joy about him early in his career because I was around a little bit then too, but it wasn't hard to get stories and, observe that, you know, from afar either. And like a lot of us who work our lives in sports, it's like Peter Pan syndrome. You know, we never grow up. I can relate to that. I could always relate to him on that. And I think as Steige said yesterday, as things got more serious and more problematic with the Penguins, the weight of the world dropped on Yager. You know, it's like Peter Pan meets the real world, the adult world. And all the responsibilities of being a team captain at a time when the Penguins were headed into bankruptcy and fighting for their survival. And it was too much, man. It was too much for him. At times, <clears throat> at times, like in the Jersey series, he responded in heroic fashion and basically staved off relocation for the Penguins. But the day-to-day work of being a leader and a captain and that guy, it just wasn't for him. And yeah, I, 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 I've often wondered if, if maybe Ronnie Francis sticking around might have changed that for him when you're second in, in command. You're the second guy, you know, you're Scotty Pippen. And you're still, you're a combination of Jordan and Pippen, you know, you're the greatest player, but you don't have to carry the weight of the world on your shoulders. And it just got to be too much, you know, and that led to the dying alive quote and the trade requests and then sort of an unhappy departure and then all the unhappy scenes at the arena with people booing him and stuff like that and the Flyers flirtation and how that went. And it just it never seemed right. And I'm glad that the Penguins and Yager and all of us can finally make it right. I'm not the only one that had a complicated relationship with the guy. So did you, if you're one of the people who booed him for a while. But I think time cures all of that. I think what we can look on now, look back on with Yager is the good times. And man, there were lots of them from the minute he walked through the door. That guy won four straight scoring championships, which is as many as Sid and Gino combined. Like I said, that word legend gets overused. This guy is a legend and it's going to be quite the sight on Sunday. That place is going to go nuts. There's going to be tears. 
There's going to be raucous cheers, and he's going to deserve all of that. It's going to be quite a day in Penguins history, quite a day when that that 68 goes to the rafters for a really sort of mysterious and complicated guy, you know? feel like we never really knew him, but man, what a performer. What a showman. What a great, great hockey player. And like I said, I think underneath all of that stuff, a guy with a big heart. It's 10.56. Time to stop blindly paying those increasing auto and home insurance premiums. Contact the Buell Insurance Agency in Gibsonia. See what they can do for you. 50-minute mark on the fan brought to you by South Hills Chrysler Jeep Dodge Route 19 in Peters Township. Celebrating 50 years in the South Hills. And now it's time for Starkey's Card of the Week. From the baseball card castle in Cranberry from General Patton, our friend Jeff Patton. Contests run every Wednesday through Friday at noon at the 937thefan.com contesting page. I can't imagine, General. I mean, unless I'm missing my guess here, um, this has to be a Yager card, right? General? Yeah, how are you? Good. I don't know if Mr. P, did you put him on there, Mr. P? Yeah, he's on. I know he is now. Might have been out of the wrong phone channel, but we got him. We got him. So is it a Yager card? You know, the Starkey's card of the week listeners are going to think that we conspired on this, but first time we've had an 18-minute introduction to the card, it, it is a Yager card. We got a 1990 Premier Opeechee Yarmir Yager rookie card. And this card transcended. I, I, we had just opened our store three months prior to this card coming out. And it it was among the top five cards we've ever sold in this store. Wow. What are your memories of watching Yager, General? Incredible. What I remember is as a rookie, he would draw penalties and then go sit and wouldn't be on the power play because that team was so loaded with superstars. He would draw penalty after penalty and then not be on the power play. Right. Exactly. Man, I remember one, for some reason, uh, it sparked a, a play he made, which was lying flat on his stomach, like moving forward. Like he was on, on, on a rush toward the net. And as he's sliding on his stomach, he reached up and batted a puck out of midair past our friend, Ron Hextall. You remember that goal? I, I do. And I also remember that Mario was so great. It was almost hard to believe that somebody that spectacular, it was like we were prejudging him to be too good. Because in comparison to Mario, you're like, it can't be, right? Like, that's one of my favorite things about going to PPG is you look up at that banner and it goes, Lemieux, 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 Yager, 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 Lemieux, Yager. Like the scoring titles, we've been blessed with so much great hockey here. It's ridiculous. I think the most blessed hockey city <clears throat> in history, to be honest with you, with uh, Lemieux I was looking followed at a by Yager. the other day from from 91, 92, and you just start pointing. It's like a Hall of Fame roll call. It's crazy. It is. include coaches and executives. I think there's 13 in one picture. I mean, if I started naming them, I'd, I'd keep forgetting people. But but you go from Lemieux to Yager to Crosby and Malkin, and then you throw in, I don't know, whoever you want, Coffey, Stevens, Murphy, Barrasso, Trottier. Francis. Yeah. Francis. And, yeah. And, and all of them. Did I say flurry? I mean, it's just it's crazy. Thank you, General. This is a great one. You're welcome. All right. Have a good week.
for that Yager card, for your chance card, I should say, um, go to our website, 937thefan.com, to our contesting page Wednesday through Friday, right around noon, and you'll have your shot at it. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.